Hello and welcome back to the Perfectly Balanced podcast. My name is Sarah Piercy. If you didn't know, I am a women's nutrition coach and this podcast is all about health, wellness, nutrition, well-being, everything to make you feel good. Today's episode I feel like is really fitting because we're coming to the end of January. Um, how many months have we been in January now? <laughs> Feels like that. Um, but today's episode, a bit different to the nutrition element of um, this podcast, but it is about anxiety. So I wanted, I wanted to do this for a little while. And like I said, I think it's quite fitting to do it at the end of January because I know that January can be a tough time for people for a host of many reasons. Um, you know, you've got the fact that it's been dark and cold. That really does affect people, including myself, um, physically, I think. Um, you know, if you suffer with SAD, seasonal affective disorder, it's kind of out of your control. It's not a case of like, oh, I'm depressed because it's dark. It's physically making you feel like that. Um, so that's been tough for people. Um, I've had many conversations with people and I've mentioned it on this podcast quite a few times. The new year, new me pressure is excruciating in January. And like I've told many of my clients, um, I know some of you are listening, um, January is not a natural time for us to be new year, new us is. Um, it's really not, it's cold, it's dark, you know, our, our kind of genetic makeup at us as humans, um, we're kind of like, not designed, but we're kind of meant to be like chilling at this point. Um, if you think of animals, you know, they're not all like springing about, you know, they're not all bouncing about. Um, they're kind of like not hibernate, not, an, not all animals hibernate as such, but you know, they're chilling. We're meant to be chilling. So it's been a bit of a tough time, I think, for a lot of people, um, including myself. Um, could there have been things that I could have done better for myself? Yes, which I'm going to talk about today. There's things that I could have put in place for myself and I didn't. Um, so I thought I would talk about um, ways to help anxiety so we can start them now. Um, and then maybe we'll, we'll be all right next winter. I don't really know. Um, so a bit of background. I'm not going to go into a full on, um, like life story about myself. Um, cause you don't all need to know, um, 20 years worth of stories from me, but for anyone that doesn't know, and to be honest, I don't know how many people do know, cause I forget sometimes who I share things with. Um, but it's no secret that I have suffered with anxiety for about 20 years now. And it's been worse at times than others. Um, and there's been there's been things that have worked and things that have not worked for me. Um, and there's things that I should be doing that I don't do and that I need to do to see if that works as well. Um, so I'm going to share all the things that I've done, do and need to do. <laughs> and then that might help someone listening. Um, so starting off with, um, I suppose not the obvious, the obvious would be to go to the doctor, right? Um, I did go to the doctor years ago. Um, and 
it's funny actually when I very first had my first panic attack it's really funny story now I look back in it um really funny not funny at the time but my very first panic attack was when I was in Spain with an ex-boyfriend you know um my first boyfriend really um proper boyfriend my first ever holiday I suppose um without my parents and I went and had a panic attack didn't I and um I didn't know what panic attack was so I thought I was having an allergic reaction because um if anyone's had a panic attack before you feel like you can't breathe I thought my throat was closing up so I had to go to the hospital um Spanish hospital I don't know what one we went to we were in Marbella but we went to a hospital where they didn't speak English anyway they gave me an injection lols <laughs> don't know what they gave me I think it was like an antihistamine or you know like an anti-allergy whatever you get for um having an allergic reaction obviously I wasn't having an allergic reaction so um came home went to the doctor and the doctor was like mm, sounds like you were having a panic attack not an allergic reaction which is is hilarious to think about now not at the time um and they I never forget they gave me this leaflet on blowing like um breathing into a bag what kind of advice is that anyway they offered me i think they offered me antidepressants or maybe anti-anxiety medicine i didn't take it um i don't know why i didn't take it but i didn't take it anyway from then i've been on a whole host of anxiety reducing journeys um i've done lots of different therapies you know normal counseling cbd counseling um like psych psychological hypnotherapy that was amazing um psychological counseling and um, that's not the technical term i've just made that up but i can't think of what it's actually called but counseling where you just talk to someone didn't work for me um i just didn't like that it was awful cbt did work but um i done cbt twice about two different things i was anxious about and i feel like it only works for me if it's about something not just general life um, hypnotherapy was amazing um to be honest i would still do that if the woman um took clients on still and i think because of covid and everything um she stopped seeing people um but she was amazing really really amazing um and the thing that i still do and i've been doing for two years is eft tapping emotional freedom technique it's called and i have a lovely lovely lady that i do it with um, every two weeks, every three weeks now, actually, it was every two weeks, it's now every, every three, because my anxiety is so much better than it used to be. And she is the most amazing woman I've ever virtually met in my life. It's on Zoom, which is really convenient to me because getting out of the house is hard. Um, and honestly, that has changed my life. And um, you can do this without speaking to someone, um, as in like, there's an there's an EFT app, there's YouTube videos, so you can try it yourself, but it works with, and don't quote me on this, because although I've been doing it for two over two years, I do get what it how, how it works, but I kind of don't, if you know what I mean. So you tap on different points of the body whilst you're saying things, and it kind of reprograms your brain, I think. Don't quote me on that. Something to do with that. Um, but it whatever it is, it's work, it works, and I should do it without her. Um, I should do my homework. I should be doing it without her, but I don't, <laughs> which I should. And I do sometimes, but I don't do it enough. So in terms of like the non-medication route, that is the route I took. And it's not for everyone. Some people um, will go to the doctors and that's absolutely fine. Um, but I do highly recommend um, any of their methods, really. CBT, hypnotherapy, EFT. I do 
recommend out of all of them the EFT, EFT the most. Some other things um, that help with anxiety or help me with anxiety is reducing the caffeine intake. Um, caffeine, I'm, I'm not sure if it makes everyone anxious or just me, but it definitely is worse. My anxiety is worse when I drink more caffeine. Um, so if I am having a particularly anxious, anxious time, <clears throat> it's decaf teas, decaf, um, diet cokes, not coffee because I don't drink coffee, but I'd imagine I'm not sure if decaf coffee, what's the, even the point in that, but you might like the taste of it. But caffeine is definitely something that if you're feeling, um, down, depressed, anxious, it's something that's probably not the best for you and something that you could look at reducing. And the news, I don't know if anyone watches the news anymore. I certainly haven't watched the news since COVID. Don't watch the news. I don't read the Daily Mail anymore. Oh my God, the Daily Mail was such a trigger for me. Like, honestly, it's ruined so many special occasions for me where, you know, I I never forget my 30th birthday and um, I saw something on the Daily Mail. You know, one of them, like, this person's got this illness. Um, I thought I had it and it spoiled my whole birthday weekend. I didn't have it, obviously. Um, So I just don't read the Daily Mail anymore. Don't watch the news. Um, And I should, I I do flick past things on TikTok if they come up um, because it's just not good for us. Even if you don't suffer with anxiety, even if you're listening to this, just because you like listening to this podcast, but anxiety doesn't really resonate with you. Um, it's not good for you to listen to the news. I know we're supposed to know what's going on. And I suppose we do kind of know what's going on, like through the older generations um, and, you know, people on the street. I don't know, you might go to your now appointment and they say, oh, did you hear they're um, drafting us in for war? And be like, what? Um, And then you might go and look it up. That's kind of how that, kind of how the news situation works with me. but I couldn't tell you what is going on, really. Obviously, I know some things that are going on. But the day-to-day, I don't need to know. We don't need to know that negativity. We only need to know what we need to know, if you know what I mean. So if you um, if you want any positivity in your life, it's don't be watching the news or reading the Daily Mail. That is for sure. Um, some things that I should do but don't do. I am awful at taking supplements it's, it's one of the things that is on my habit list, um, creating healthy habits sheet that all my clients get. Um, it's a really great sheet actually. Um, it's a like piece of paper that's got 10, I think it's 10, eight to 10, um, blocks with the numbers one to 31. Cause most like a lot of mums have 31. That's obviously the max amount of days in a month. And then as you do your habits, so say for example, drink two liters of water, <clears throat> you would highlight or cross off the number of the date. So 1st of January, did two liters of water, cross it out. 2nd of January, did two liters of water, cross it out. So taking supplements is on my habit um, sheet and it's the only one on my habit sheet that's got only two ticks for January. I am terrible and I don't even know why I'm terrible at it. I'm so good at everything. I'm just bad at that. 
I don't know what it is. There's some sort of resistance in me. I don't know what it is. But anyway, magnesium, going on to the supplement um, subject, magnesium is supposed to be absolutely amazing for anxiety. Um, Apparently, we're naturally deficient in magnesium as humans. I'm not quite sure how true that is. Um, My, uh, someone I know, um, suffered really badly with anxiety, same as me years and years ago, because I don't actually talk to this girl that much anymore. But years and years ago, me and her, you know, kind of confided about our anxieties with each other. And then she went on holiday and she met a life coach. And the life coach said to her, you need to be taking this magnesium. So she took this magnesium and she said she felt like a different person. And that should be motivation enough for me to take it. But do I take it? No. Um, But apparently magnesium is amazing. I've got magnesium. I've got like three bottles of really good supplements. They're really good stuff in my cupboard don't take them. Um, but here's hoping maybe next week's podcast, I'm going to say to you that I've done a whole week of taking my supplements. Um, you can get a spray uh, from Holland and Barrett from a brand called Better You. And I've had that spray before. And what put me off is that it really stings, like really, really, really stings. But apparently, again, this is just someone that told me this, I don't know how true it is. But I have seen this in quite a few people have said this. I've seen it like on TikTok, but actually someone told me this as well, that the more you sting, the more deficient you are in it. So mine, honestly, I cannot tell you how much it stung me. So if that's true, then clearly I'm severely deficient in magnesium, which would might explain why my anxiety is quite bad sometimes. Um, but magnesium is supposed to be an amazing supplement um, for anxiety. So let's give it a go. I'm going to give it a go. Um, I'm not medically trained, so to recommend that to you, by the way. Um, it's just what I've read. I've read it everywhere. I've seen a lot of videos on TikTok, and TikTok is obviously factual. Um, I'm joking if you can't sense my sarcasm. Um, it's so funny, off subject, because I do like to digress, but there's like a meme that says... Um, oh, I read this article that said X, Y, Z. And then it says, but by article, I mean, watch the TikTok video. And that is literally so me. Like I'll tell someone a story and they'll be like, oh, where did you, where did you read that? Where did you learn that? I'm like, yeah, this article. And then I'm like thinking, no, I literally saw saw some random girl say on TikTok and I'm acting as if it's factual. But what I'm saying is, is do your own research. Obviously seek your own doctor's advice if you do suffer with anxiety. Um, do your own research on what supplements you're going to buy. But I've heard that magnesium is supposed to be amazing. Um, So we've got reduce your caffeine. We've got reduce your exposure to negative news. We've got the various forms of therapy. Um, We're going to finish off the podcast. It's not going to be a long one on anxiety. Um, I don't particularly like talking about it. Um, One of the things actually on my bullet points was talk to people about it which is ironic. Um, It's not something I like to talk about. um, But I will talk about it when needs must. So a couple of years ago, I I had a bit of a bad period. And I had to tell my friends, um, because I was actually going to give up, I gave up alcohol for the year, pretty much. And caffeine. Um, I didn't drink caffeine for ages. And I kind of had to let my friends know that that's what was happening. um, And why. Um, and my family know that I had bad anxiety, but typically any of my clients listening now might think, oh, I never knew, um, because I don't particularly shout about it, but 
So if anyone does suffer with anxiety, there is a client or just a general person that does want to talk about it. My DMs are always open on Instagram to talk about it. Um, you, what I will say is you never realize how many people do suffer with anxiety until you talk about it. There's been so many times where I've started talking to a group of people and we've all got the same kind of anxiety. That's happened to me recently, actually, and I won't mention what group of people it is, but I've met a group of people recently and we've become really good friends. And it turns out that we've all got similar kind of anxieties. And obviously that's why we gravitated towards each other, even though we didn't know at the time. Um, and it's kind of nice knowing that you are not alone. So if, yeah, if anyone's listening and they didn't know about me and they wanna chat to me, then you are more than welcome. Uh, and to finish off, like I said, uh, last little bit, is your diet, your diet, really does make a difference in how you feel. Um, as much as we don't want to hear that, you know, a lot of focus for people when it comes to food is their weight. Um, that is 90% of the reason why people will come to me as a women's nutrition coach, they will come because they want to lose weight. Um, they don't come because they got bad anxiety, and they've heard that food is good for it, you know, um, although I'd be happy to help people to get their diets in shape to help alleviate their anxiety. But your diet, what you put in your body does really affect you. Um, like I said earlier with the alcohol, that really, really affects my anxiety. And I don't care if you don't suffer with anxiety, I can guarantee you've had anxiety at one point in your life. It's actually untrue how many times I've heard people talk about anxiety. Um, really affects my anxiety, um, you know, the night of, the week after. For me, <coughs> it's not worth it. I don't like alcohol enough to feel like that. But food in general, um, eating more sugary kinds of foods can also affect your mood and how you feel. The Again, this is not, none of the stuff I say in this podcast is like medical um, and always consult your doctor if you're going to make lifestyle changes and diet changes, blah, blah, blah. I just talk from personal experience that when my diet is better, or I feel generally better in myself. And um, I'm going to leave, I laugh because this book is really blowing my mind, but I'm going to leave a recommendation here now um, for a book that I'm currently reading called good sugar, bad sugar. Now, I didn't really want to believe in this book. I don't know why I don't particularly like the author. I think some of the things he says on like, I don't agree with some of the things that he says. Um, good sugar, bad sugar, for example, he says that potatoes and rice are bad sugar. I don't particularly agree with that. Um, but doesn't mean that the book isn't good because the book is good. Um, so if I end up um, achieving what he sets out for people to achieve, I will achieve it, but continuing to eat potatoes and rice because I don't believe that potatoes and rice have got bad sugar in them. Don't really know where he got that information from. However, the book Good Sugar, Bad Sugar um, has been really eye-opening to me on how sugar affects our body. 
um really mind-blowing in fact and like I said I really didn't want to like this book I didn't want it to sway me or affect me I don't even know why I started well I do know why I started reading it it's because my friend read the read the vape one and she stopped vaping so I was like oh I wonder if it would work on me um with sugar because that's I don't drink alcohol smoke or anything so I couldn't test anything else out and and it's working I'm not gonna lie but it's really eye-opening in in how sugar um affect is is so um mental and any clients that know me uh, anyone that knows me and all my clients that know me know that I'm really big on not restricting the more you restrict um you know the more you want it so that's why I think I didn't want to like this book because I'm not about to say to someone you need to give up sugar however this book is different to giving up sugar for that reason you know a lot of people restrict for weight loss reasons um and then it, it won't work if you listen to the book or because I say listen because I have to listen to self-development books I don't like reading I can't hold my concentration on them but listening to a book is much better for me I'm sure 90% of people listening to this are listening to it walking um I know my little Monday walkers are listening to this right now um and some people might listen to it in the car um but if you listen to this book you will realize it's not about restricting the sugar and giving it up as such. Um, it just completely transforms your opinion on it. Um, the only thing I can compare it to is that I don't eat meat anymore, but I don't feel like I've given it up. Um, I don't feel like I miss out. I never look at meat and think, oh, I really want that because something has flicked inside my brain um, to make me not want it anymore, basically. And that's not going to be the same for everyone, obviously, otherwise everyone wouldn't eat meat. That's just how something affected my brain and something switched in my brain. And I suppose this is kind of how that how this book works. It shows you a different way to look at sugar. Therefore, you don't want it anymore rather than you can't have it anymore. So I was having an iron about whether to recommend this book because I am very much like, I don't want my clients to restrict, but it's not about restricting. It is about changing your opinion on something. So let me know if you read it slash listen to it. It's so, so interesting. Um, and like I said, I really didn't want to like this guy, but I, I do get it. I do get his method, um, especially like with the smoking, the alcohol and all that. So, um, and going back to the anxiety, personally for me the the more whole foods i eat the less sugar i eat my anxiety is better um so have a little think about if you are an anxious person um when you feel your best and if you are feeling a bit anxious see if reducing your caffeine and sugar helps a little bit because i feel like it does and it's a simple thing without having to go to the doctors if you want to go to the doctors obviously you can um but yeah, a little bit of a different episode. Now we're coming to the end of January. Hopefully our spirits are lifting a little bit. It is getting lighter. It's still light at 10 to 5. It was light this morning at 10 past 7. We are getting there. We are so nearly there. Um, by this time next week when I record, <coughs> it will be um, hopefully a bit lighter. Might even be lighter like 10 past 5 maybe, which will I will be buzzing about. So hopefully our moods will just start to lift a lot more but 
like I said, there's a lot more things that we I could have been doing in the winter. One being taking a vitamin D supplement. I never took a vitamin D supplement. I could have done that. Could have been taking my magnesium. We live and learn. That's why I like to share things on this podcast because we can live and learn for the future. Um, I will let you know next week if I have taken my supplements for a week. We will see. I'm literally going to get off this sofa now and I'm going to go and take my supplements. Um, so watch this space. So if you have any questions, and like I said, my DMs on Instagram, Sarah Piercy Nutrition, are always open um, if you did want to chat, because um, I know it can be a bit lonely if you are suffering with anxiety and you don't really have anyone to talk to. But yeah, I will speak, well, I won't speak to you. I will see you all next week. <laughs>